This is the Yoki Show Show Action News reporting live from the production office here in Davis, Oklahoma for a feature film. I'm here with Alexandra Bohannon who is busy doing something you do. Tell me what you're doing right now. Well, right now, I'm just putting crafty in my face right now. What kind of crafty is that you, that you have in your hand? I have a leftover pancake from this morning. Where'd you get the pancake? I got the... I got the pancake from from Crafty. It's really old. I need to collate this script. You should. How old is this pancake? It's probably several hours old. It doesn't really matter. You should probably go away because I have lots of work to do. What kind of work are you doing right now? I'm very important work collating the script. Can you tell me how healthy it is that you just ate an hours old pancake? It's not healthy at all, and I don't need you judging my life choices. What is the script that you are folding right now? It's a secret, and I can't tell you. Otherwise, I will be put to death. Why would you be put to death for telling the name of the script? No comment. Why Why can you not comment on the name of the script? No comment. Why, why can you not comment on any of these questions? I can't add an additional information at this time. You better back off of me, otherwise I'll body slay me to the ground. I, I uh, ma'am, I just... Uh, <laughs> Oh, my glasses! Yes, you take just, that! You Rick. just broke my glasses! Rick. Oh. Rick. Oh. Ma'am, have you heard about episode 38 of the Yoki Show Show? I heard that it's completely awesome, unlike you! Have you heard that it stars Lance McDaniel of Dead Center Film Festival? You mean Lawrence McDougal? Yeah, he's my favorite! Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 38 of the Yoki Show Show. Hello and welcome to the Yoki Show Show, the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And we're here today to talk about education with Dead Center Film Festival. And we're also practicing our podcasting voices. Intrigue. Glamour. Excitement. Destiny. Mystery. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, show I'm, show. I'm out. I'm out of things. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that doesn't yeah, really describe Okie Show Show at all. <laughs> I, we've been listening to S Town, and <gasps> if you guys have not listened to S Town, it's the best thing in the world. But we've been marveling at the the people on Serial and S Town and how they have such great podcasting voices, and that we need to like to hone our skills a little yeah. bit. And then you'd smash cut to us. We're doing the the Mad Hatter and things like that. It's crazy. (laughs) I just hope I don't make a lot of like mouth sounds because that drives me crazy when I hear things like that. And then then I think about, wait, what if it's me? It drives me crazy too. And I can tell you, (laughs) honestly, you do not do that. So thank you. That that was actually part of the, you know, the requirements of you becoming a co-host. I didn't really audition, but you just... Smack your lips. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Kelly makes zero mastication sounds. Mm, Great. Mastication sounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here today with a very, very, uh, an old buddy of mine and uh, a dear friend, and he's, my gosh, you're a freaking titan in Oklahoma as, as far as filmmaking goes. He has worked on over 20 feature films as, let me get all this, director, writer, producer, first AD, on-set dresser, props. You've uh, directed multiple feature films, including... A Light from the Dark Room, which was the first feature that I worked on. Ooh. What? And then also Chris Kattan's Just Crazy Enough, and more recently Swirl. You were the former executive director of Dead Center Film Festival, and you are currently the artistic director of Dead Center Film Festival. Everyone, please welcome Lance McDaniel. Woo! Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I actually am the executive director of Dead Center. Oh! Wait, wait. So we. Hired, so you're the executive hired, director and artistic director. I'm now just kind of art executive director. So I took oh. a year as artistic director so that I could do two movies, Oh Brother and Swirl. Okay. And we hired a woman named Lissa Blasky who um, came in and basically kind of 
reset up all of our systems for how we raise money and all of that. And, um, and she's been fantastic. And then after a year, she rolled onto our board and then I took back over and was done with those movies. So, okay. Wow. So you I need rolled... to update your bio on the dead center website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's always second. the last to be this updated. Is why, yeah. This is why we aren't serial because we don't do our research. <laughs> yeah. so. well, no. well, what's interesting <laughs> no, is, for me, I, is I, we I, purposely I, didn't make a big deal out of it because, yeah. because the fact is I have been there for seven years. And so it wasn't that big of a change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm the worst procrastinator in the world. So like, I it's like I'm cramming on research thirty minutes You're before everyone shows up. Like, oh crap! You're cram. I'm, I'm I'm like a two week out planning ahead in a in a calendar that I have highlighted, like color coded. Except for in real life when I don't do that about like the things that are really important. I think I think I'm organized and then I miss like a doctor's appointment because see that's I what I need to do because like I've been so uh, man I've been so accidentally flaky oh, it's lately. Bad. I don't want, it's I don't want to be flaky. <laughs> so anyway, back to you, Lance. <laughs> we told you we were going to rabbit trail a little bit. <laughs> hey, I'm just here for your amusement. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to say you a need thing. need to chime in, you just let me know. <laughs> and I can so, do it in three or four characters. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so guy. actually tell us what it is specifically that you do with Dead Center. Okay, so I am the executive director, and this is my seventh year um, at Dead Center. And as executive director, I help create new programs like some of the education programs, and then I um, and the distribution forum and the icon series and stuff like that. So part of my job is coming up with ways to to expand the festival and our presence, especially in education. And then um, and then the other part is is representing the festival around the around the state and around the city. And so I speak at a lot of rotaries and a lot of women's study clubs. I, I speak usually two days a week all spring and then um, at, di at different rodeo clubs and stuff like that. And then, um, and then I raised all the money. So, wow. um, and that's probably the hardest, <laughs> that's yeah. the hardest part, yeah. especially in the environment. And the fact is, you know, I, I volunteer a lot for other organizations and there's so many worthy arts organizations that are also asking for money, but also, you know, we're also competing with the food bank and stuff that actually yeah. is like feeding oh, people. True. So you're like, <laughs> you know, feeding, I mean, that's important. We're yeah. feeding too. their souls though. I know, okay. I'm like, <laughs> but what's, what is good is I believe in the arts. I do think the arts yeah. are absolutely essential. And so it is not like whenever I go in and go to a United Way speaking deal. And so it's me <laughs> and like starving children and banks and stuff like that. You're like, okay, all that seems important too. But, also, uh, no. Are you Matt Gary Busey? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not at the food bank. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I think the real question is, uh, why don't you have all the time in the world to be caught up on S-Town? Come on. <laughs> well, it exactly. doesn't sound like you do anything, really. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, this lazy, happens. lazy bum. <laughs> well, uh, well, so this happens to be our busiest time. And so, you know, I have two coworkers, Kim Haywood, who's been there for 14, 15 years. Golly. <laughs> it's hilarious. She's, and, um, she's amazing. and she oversees all of our programming, which means that she oversees the process of picking all the movies, which, and we have 1,200 wow. movies and we narrow it down to a hundred. Right. So it means 1100 like films aren't being accepted. It's very, and it's very hard, but she has a team, she has a team of, um, I think five other programmers and then a hundred screeners. Wow. And so they, they curate this, um, this awesome slate of films every year. And what's lucky for us is that Oklahoma films continue to get better and better. And so they're, so they continue to get into our festival at the same rate. Um, even as we go, when I first applied, there were 300 movies and now, you know, when I apply, there's 1200. So it's just a whole different ballgame. Wow. And then Alex Picard, does all the festival she's uh, she manages the business and then also plans the festival so all of the like she's reserving all of the different venues she you know and so um it's a really busy time but the good news is in june it'll be awesome yeah man. yeah it's gonna pay off i always i mean it 
oh, it's so fun. <laughs> it's just Dude, fun. well, yeah, and it's great. <laughs> like, I feel so blessed for our situation because we get press passes and we get to I know, experience it's like all this. special, yeah, oh. I feel so important and I, you know, it, but I, I'm not and I just get to experience this amazingness. It's awesome. You get to go to all the parties and everything. <laughs> oh. well, what, well, what's exciting for me, because I came to Dead Center as a filmmaker in 2006 was my first oh, film. Oh, wow. Um, called The Gymnast. It was a short called The Gymnast. And I felt, and I moved here from LA and I felt more like a filmmaker the first second I walked into Dead Center because they just mobbed me and were like, hey, here's a director. And they, it was the most validating experience I had as a filmmaker and still is. And it was Khaki Porch and Kim Haywood and uh, Melissa Scaramucci and Brian Hearn. And, they, and so they had a magic, I felt like, of making me as a new filmmaker feel important and feel like someone cared because, you know, there's a lot of the world that doesn't care about oh, your yeah. short film. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And, but, yeah. So yeah. when you're surrounded by people that do care and understand the importance of it or understand the importance of art, um, it was just super empowering and inspiring to me. And so I feel like we have retained that over the years and that's, that is our goal is we've grown from, you know, showing films in the back of IO gallery with no heat or, you know, air, no air conditioning <laughs> and now they have to be in Harkins or the museum and yeah. we have 30,000 people. And, and so it is different running the festival, but I do think we do a pretty good job of maintaining the focus on the filmmaker. And so like we introduce all of them to distributors from Lionsgate. We introduce, we, we do a lot that if you're not a filmmaker that has a film in it, does, you may not see it as much because we do have a lot of filmmaker only events. And it's not to mean that there aren't a million other great filmmakers in Oklahoma. It's that for us to offer you a free meeting with Lionsgate and Warner brothers and all that, that means we have to narrow it down to a hundred people, right. you know, like we yeah. can't, we can't do that for a thousand people. Right. So in order for us to provide a lot of really cool perks to the filmmakers, we have to narrow that down. Yeah. That down. I'm still in complete awe that we have stuff like that, that distribution panel with Lionsgate and all that. I mean, that's just insane that it, because I remember dead center whenever it first started out, maybe not necessarily whenever it first started out. Cause I don't think I lived here at that point, but like, I remember it being very small and like here we are now. And it's just like, it's blown up to be this insane, beautiful thing that's like, now we have Lionsgate and we have yeah. the, all these crazy panels. We have Gary Busey showing well, up. And you can ask a lot. I mean, a lot of people know what dead center is and that, yeah. you know, outside of, you know, just the people in, in the local film that's, that are invested in some way. Like, yeah. you, you know, I, I think that's really cool too, that I could probably ask like my mother-in-law and she'd be like, Oh yeah. You know, I know that, oh, dead yeah, center. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or something, you know, along those lines, that's kind of cool. Can you tell us about the, um, let's talk about kind of the significance of uh, the way that you guys really focus on students and that kind of thing. Okay. Like, what are some of the advantages for film students with Dead Center? Well, so, okay, so I would, um, we started several years ago, Kim and I started a program where we went around to um, 30 high schools every fall. And it started out as we're going to go teach rural kids to make movies. And after we went to we went to several schools, and what was great about teachers are great about giving feedback about what's working, what's not. And all the positive feedback was, wow, that's the first time that guy ever spoke in class. Oh, wow. wow. And I'm like, oh, well, and as a chatty person that even in high school, even in high school, you had to shut me up. So, so <laughs> like, I'm just like, what do you mean boys don't talk in school? Well, good. That leaves more time for me. Um, but so we changed the program. So we changed the program to use the art of film to help 
students kind of unlock their own creativity and have them collaborate five times with different students, have them do sound exercises where they're making Foley sound. Oh, so, cool. so we do a lot of things that get them up and interacting. And so because of that, so once we changed that, and that was in the first year, we're like, well, we really need to do something for the young filmmakers. So we started a program called Dead Center University where um, we would invite, we'd have the teachers submit names so people would apply and we would try to take no more than two per school and they came from you know Alvin Laverne and Wayne and you know and all sorts of places and the goal was to get the actual filmmakers together so they could network with each other and collaborate awesome. and all that stuff at, wow. while they're in high school. And um, and that has turned into I, one of my favorite programs at the festival. And what's awesome is Brian will be leading a class about sound ah! yeah. at Destiny University. So yeah. we are talking to one of our esteemed professors. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited. Are you going to dress up? I want to see you dress oh, like what you think a film professor. Yeah. I was thinking more along the lines of a beret and a <laughs> scarf <laughs> coming in all black. For sound. Like, for, yeah, like, I got riding boots on for some reason and a riding crop. I and you just don't, no, you're, you couldn't have a recommend crop. that you strongly just have enough. Your boom. You just yeah. have your booms, you know, that's yeah. all you, then you just walk around with it. Oh, is that your yeah. boom or are you yeah. just happy to see me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you tickle some of the students right. every now and then. Everyone, let me tell you a thing or two about sound. <laughs> I think the most with. important thing is an accent. Yes. yes. <laughs> the first thing about sound is learning how to hold your pole. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the first thing about a lot of activities. Fire. Yes. No. <laughs> it all starts with that. Starting with stripping and there on down. Yeah. Boom. Mm -hmm. That's what I always, like whenever somebody, a stranger asks me what I do, I'll tell them I work the pole and just wait to see what they say. Like, like, oh, you're a fireman? Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Silver servant right here. So... We, it started off with, hey, we have all these cool people coming, so let's have them lead classes. So the first year, Gray Fredrickson led a class about producing films. You know, he's an Oscar winner. And then um, Wes Studi led an acting class. We had the guy that executive produced Silver Linings Playbook came in and talked about how you're, how they're how an executive producer works, you know, within the Oscars and blah blah blah. Um, but what is fascinating is this year. Um, We've partnered. This is our second year partnering with Metro Tech. Oh. And Harry Wollahan, who is a good friend of mine and is a fantastic teacher and started at Aztec and is, and is now over at, um, at Metro Technology Centers, they, they, we partnered last year. And then this year we met much earlier and they really have kind of taken it over and it's turned into this super awesome. And we, and we got, we're good about getting feedback from everyone that comes to our festival. And so we asked all the students, what do you wish were different? Mm. And they said, make it in Thursday and Friday instead of Friday, Saturday, oh. so we can go to films all day Saturday and Sunday. Oh, they don't want to miss the, uh, yeah. miss the focus. Like, okay, yeah. well, that makes yeah, sense. That and makes so, sense. so, for the first time, we will offer two full days, Thursday and Friday, at two different campuses of Metro Technology Centers. And then we will offer two full days of the festival where they can go to panels and see Judd Nelson talk about acting with wow. Adam Hampton and, um, and Jacob Snobble. And so, it's going to be awesome. But, um, but like the classes, so Brian here is leading a class on, wait a minute, what's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> And then Jacob Please tell Ryan, me that's the actual title of the class. It is. It is. is it? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. And you Jacob Ryan's that. novel, I guess so busy acting as Elvis, just came up with screenwriting 101. Screenwriting <laughs> Thanks. 101. Yeah, don't overextend your <laughs> creativity on that. <laughs> Killing it. Kyle Roberts, you know, the amazing yeah. director, award-winning director, um, Emmy award-winning um, creative is doing slating, right? special effects, and directing, and he's awesome. He did the Post Human oh, wow. Project, and he's just a superstar. Amazing. Lighting and cinematography from Steve Mathis, who did Ooh. the Power Rangers and uh, Planet of the Apes. So he's done the biggest movies in Hollywood, uh. and he's teaching them how do you, how do you you know set up lights and all that. Um, working with the green screen, it, 
green screen is Harry Wallahan, who is a great teacher and filmmaker. Mm -hmm. And then Ryan Belgart, who has a film in the festival called Gremlin. Oh, yes. And he is is talking about 3D animation, monsters, movie, and Maya. Oh, my. Um, (laughs) And so, and then we have the director of Trolls is going to come and talk about how you make an animated feature, Mike Mitchells. He did Trolls. He did uh, did one of the Shrek movies, Shrek Forever After. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked. So what's interesting is those movies, you know, are $180 million to make or yeah. you know, use about 150 and three years. And so it's, it'll be interesting that they'll get to spend a ton of time with people that are making movies in 30 days or 60 days. And then you you have a, a director like Mike Mitchell who does them in three years. And, yeah. and the process is so different. And so we're, we're very excited. And then we have Junie Lowry Johnson. Oh, well, so, so that is what Dead Center University is going to be like. And it's free and people apply. We, we accept up to 50. And then we give you and a parent or guardian a pass so that they can be there with you. You, especially if you're coming from rural Oklahoma, you're probably having to get a hotel Drive room with your and parent. Stay, yeah. And so um, we have had a couple of kids say, can I bring my girlfriend? I'm like, no, it's actually not a date. It's not a date, mini, it's not a prom. Mini moon <laughs> kind of, yeah. Unless you and your screenwriter. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's going to knock your socks off? She's you my manager. <laughs> Let's learn about visual effects. Yeah. <laughs> or at least get your game on better where you can say, hey, my screenwriter's coming. Yeah, right. yeah. Happens it, to be my girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Game it up, folks. We keep our private Pers- you know, work relationships very separate. Right. <laughs> so wow. let's talk about um, some more about the statewide education program. Like okay. you kind of touched on that because I'm curious. Like first of all, how does somebody get involved with that? Well, like okay. well, so well, so now we've been doing it for I guess six years. Um, now schools call us. Oh. But we but so we just got a grant. There's a Carolyn Watson rural education grant or rural grant um, through the Oklahoma City Community Foundation. And they reached out to us and said, Hey, we hear you're doing a lot of rural stuff. Well, we fund specific towns that are, let's say, three thousand towns of 3,000 or less. Oh. And so they they target a very specific type of town. And so we're doing it. So this year, we've got a $10,000 grant from Carolyn Watson um, wow. Rural uh, rural Foundation. And our goal is to go into these small towns and do it. But so last year, we were at Sealing, where I, I, my, I have a lot of yeah. um, really fun, close family in Sealing, and inclu- including one, Kylie, who is the, um, who is the, the librarian. Of course, she's, well, she's just this beautiful girl from OSU. That, you know, I think of a librarian as like 100,000 years old. And I'm like, <laughs> you're the librarian. <laughs> Like, okay, of course, now libraries are mainly new media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it com- turns out computers, computers exist. Computers, yeah. So you don't have to have a thousand encyclopedias Britannica. Um, but so we'll go, so when we go into a school, and I'll use an example because that's what we'll be doing a lot of this year this coming fall is we'll go into school and the, and usually the principal and superintendent will work it out and we'll see every grade from seventh to 12th grade in one hour periods. And we will take them through how to sound design work, how to, you know, how coming up with concepts, how wow. do you write a screenplay? So we'll take them through in 50 minutes, the whole process of making a movie, at least glossing over it. And then five different exercises that get them working with each other. And so the small towns are super fun because you're getting everybody. Yeah. You know, Cause it's usually like those schools are about 30 per class. Right. Right. And so that's a normal class side. Now, when we go to Midwest City, we're going into Much, yeah. the English class. I yeah. mean, like, like we're going into one specific classroom or two classrooms. But with the smaller schools, you can knock it out. But then you also don't go back as often because you've just seen everybody from you know, 12 right. to 18. Yeah. 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 So you can't go back every year and be like, yeah, hey, guess what we're doing here? Oh, no. <laughs> I've seen everybody in the entire town. Yeah. But it's super fun. And I'll tell you what's interesting about going into schools. And I don't know if this is part of your podcast or not, but kids kids are not the problem. Kids are not the problem. It is when you and I um, (laughs) don't get choked up. It is amazing how creative and how smart 
every, almost every student is from Guymon to Durant. You know what I mean? And we go to Miami, we go all over the state. And yes, the exposure is better in Oklahoma City and obviously between private and public schools and blah, blah, blah. But it is amazing to me how cool and interesting these high school and smart these kids are. And the teachers are great too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it yeah. is, I bet it's, you know, one in a million that's not awesome. You know, yeah. so we go with these teachers. We went to a school in Davis and I mean, it was a m- most interesting, effective English teacher. She never, she never raised her voice and it was the best minded class I've ever seen. Wow. I mean, people were just like, I'll volunteer with, I mean, it was so, so you go to all these schools and it's empowering to see that. Yeah. Teachers are doing great. The students are awesome. We do have to figure out better funding and blah, blah, blah. There are things things to be solved, but it's not like, oh, God, we're last in education. Well, I mean, the fact is there's a lot of smart kids all over rural Oklahoma that are doing great things. You know, so so I don't think it it makes me think it's not as dire as it sounds on the newspaper because you meet the kids and they're great. They're smart. They're wonderful. Yeah. yeah, And creative and want and they want they want to be involved in these kind of things. And this perfect act, perfect access to it, which is like, that's what they need is just access to it, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and we're, and we're free. And so one thing yeah, we decided, so cool. we decided if we're going to get in these schools, it, it can't be a vote of the school board. It needs to be a teacher once, once it, it makes sense like, to a teacher in. or to a counselor or a principal. Um, and we make it free. We're within the, whatever the confines of their day is. So if it's 45 minute classes, we do, you know, we, we adapt ourselves to their learning environment and, um, and it's great. And we yeah. have found that then a lot of the people who really like it come to Destin university and then collaborate and make movies with other kids from different towns because yeah. they may be, 30 minutes over, but didn't know the, didn't know the kid and they're in high school. So they can actually drive and make a movie on the weekend, just like we can. Yeah. yeah so, so well, and I'll, I'll be honest. Like I've worked with, there are a couple of students that I taught in dead center university that now I see them on set all the time. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so great. Like they started off with this free little class and now they're, they're in the workforce. Yeah, no, I mean, that's ideal, obviously. And we partner with a ton of local universities and very much with Oklahoma City Community College. And so I spend a lot of time there. And that is that that's what's interesting there is you see those you see those students go on set almost immediately. Yeah. You know, and so they are trained to get get an entry level job and work their way up. And, and yep. you know, an OCU obviously has a great program and OU and UCO has a lot of good writing and stuff. So it, we're lucky to be in an environment of education even though Oklahoma is not known for that. Yeah, I know. And it's so, such a weird best kept secret. There's, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but there's a, there's a running joke about OCCC that the students don't graduate because they start working. Right. So like, <laughs> well, no, well, no, because they have real jobs. Yeah. Well, they, they start working in the film industry right, and, like, and they don't, yeah, they're, like, they're, I don't need to do my capstone. Well, no, what's get interesting is because I was, I, I'm on their advisory board and we, and we had a meeting last week and I asked that because that actually was, because if you're going through the nursing program at OCCC, you have to get a certificate in order to get that job. So right. you have to finish that deal. I can, if I like you as a filmmaker, I'll hire you right, right now. now. Yeah. And, um, and, but they said that that actually has kind of gone away as a problem that, that people, that the students that they're getting really do want a two year degree. Cause a lot That's of them good. are also looking at that four year degree at mm-hmm. UCO or OU or OCU. And so they're, they're now really creating a lot of bridge programs so that the two year, that once you get your associates, you can go to, to these other universities around the area and still work in the industry, you know, That's cause of the big challenges, they don't want to stop working to get a full-time degree. Right. But th- so they're coming yeah. up with programs that allow for that. And I think local, the Oklahoma City Schools seemed great about adult learning and letting people go back to school and figuring out ways to make that yeah, work. Yeah, working around schedules and, and yeah, juggling the That's life responsibilities. Awesome. <laughs> We're going to go to a word from our sponsors. The Okie Show Show is brought to you by closing your locked front door right as you realize that you don't have your keys. Sharpening your home invasion skills for all the neighbors to see. <laughs> 
See, that, my, my, I was gonna say, mine is super, like, if people, I do this, all, I do this often. I'm going to go ahead and just confess. <laughs> I need to go in immediately after I shut the door and it's locked and I don't have my keys. Or they're in the car and I'm, like, running the car to keep my kids cool because I'll get arrested if I don't. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm in this like conundrum and then, but people, I'm just like, I, everyone in the neighborhood probably knows where my hide a key is. Right. It just yeah. is right. It's very obvious. It's like, we know. know that that rock looks fake my, enough. Mine's like, mine's like <laughs> a fake, fake rock. Yeah, we all like know a, what that rock is. Some, yeah. those porcelain. You're really better off taking an Edmund approach of just putting it inside a cross on the front <laughs> yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. Like, door. Really? A You're going to steal it from Christ? In the knocker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Add the extra guilt. Yeah. 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 As the guys. That's for me in my house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have been, I went through this like weird, like just epidemic of like, it was literally as the door was closing and I'd hear that chunk was the very moment that I realized I don't have my freaking keys on me. Yep. And yep. so I have a very particular way that I have to break into my house, which is embarrassing and Don't tell it right climbing. now because you've already had your car so stolen up, from your house. In the back of the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't go you to the mailbox. The listener who stole your car, I'm just saying most likely the person that stole your car probably is listener because I just, why right. wouldn't anyone be, not be a listener to our show? Because a lot of thieves... Are podcast They're podcasting while they steal things. <laughs> when and I'm not hijacking yeah. cars. I'm podcasting. <laughs> and they, so don't tell them how to break into your house too, Brian. Right. Don't yeah, tell that's them. That's true. I know that guy was probably, just, he was listening to probably the, the faith-based filmmaking episode and he was like, I don't appreciate this and I'm, I'm going to jack your this car. guy's car. Oh. You deserve your car to be taken. I didn't like that Han Solo bit. He <laughs> shot first. <laughs> 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 so... What are some highlights, um, Lance, to this year's Dead Center that we can look forward to? Aside from Dead Center University, no, no. Yes. So, well, um, well. So, keeping with the theme of education, then I'll go into the less savory things. Um, <laughs> 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 well, so we also so we started this Oklahoma Film Icon program to basically, and Gray Frederickson won the first one, and James Marsden got the second, yeah. and we started this. Yeah, and he's people are still world. asking about James Marsden. That man. Yeah. And the nicest guy of all time. No, I, I mean, couldn't have been sweeter. Like that. Yeah, I would yes. be disappointed. Every Oklahoma person we bring in is super, people. super awesome. Yeah, Bill Hader, I mean, they all if have you're their listening. Own quirks, but I mean, like, like they're just—we've never had one that wasn't totally gracious. So it makes yeah. it very fun. And the more crew member they are the more excited they are. You know, so they're hesitant to do it because they're like, why are you giving an award to a makeup artist? But then, you, then <laughs> yeah. they get here and you're like, oh, guys, you actually do care that I won an Oscar for Dracula. You're wow. like, yeah, that's amazing. That was, it yeah. was incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what we do now is we have now, we are now doing a full day of free classes for the community, um, just like Death Center University. But so, um, so we will have panels at a ACM at UCO is our partner for the, for the Oklahoma Film Icon panels. And actually that's brought to you, our presenting sponsor is the Oklahoma Film and Music Office. And I know you oh, guys know have? them very well. Yes. Oh yeah. And, um, and Tava and Jeanette and Yusuf, I mean, they, they couldn't be better partners, not only for Death Center, but for the entire film industry. Like I just, I love, I love what they do and they are just the most they're also just really kind Genuine, awesome people passionate people yeah absolutely and what's funny is Tava and I met in 8th grade at what? Falls Creek what, what? thanks James Falls Langford Falls Creek bringing everyone together See. we all know what that was like <laughs> Well, it's where a lot of people learn how to make out. So uh, yeah, even I was I making out all over the place. I didn't and you're actually like, ever get to go. Like that was one of those things. Uh, my parents were like, "Nah, you don't do that." And then I would hear these stories of all my friends. Yeah, oh yeah, well, yeah. And because it's a Baptist camp, it's just yeah. every sermon's guilt, 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 guilt. Uh, and then at night yeah. you're like, 
screw it. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, we're going to hell anyway. Let's blood. make out. Yeah, my favorite thing is like during the day when you'd see all the girls swimming in their t-shirts because that's kind of you know. Oh, yeah. You can't show skin. You can't, yeah, you can't put two and two together. What's underneath all that? <laughs> and then at night, it was like it was like the Great Escape was happening. <laughs> it's like they've been digging tunnels underneath the boys, like, you know, exactly. to get to the girls. <laughs> Anywho, Anywho, <laughs> Anyhoo. So back yeah. to Falls Creek. That, so, well, no, that's so, really yeah. funny that you met. So you met. Well, at yes, Falls and, and she didn't remember. <laughs> Um, but but part of the reason I knew because her brother Zach Malloy, you know, who is a lead singer and songwriter for the Nixons, wow, and now is a very successful songwriter in Nashville. Yeah, like writes yeah. huge stuff for Carrie Underwood. I mean, like he's a big deal. And they're having a music festival. You'll want to get him on because they're having a music Ooh. festival June first. Um, really? Yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's awesome. So when he was in high school at Ada, I was in high school at Purcell, and we both ran third leg on the two mile relay for two years. And wow. so. I ran against him every weekend, uh, same same leg of the relay, and it was and we were and, and our relays were very yeah <laughs> neck and neck. But I mean, like in the two mile relay, and no one's you know it's not that aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're so tired, you're not really like arm wrestling or anything. Um, but so I so I've just been a really big fan of their family forever. And so it's funny when they were like, hey, you need to meet this new film commissioner. She's awesome, and she's from LA, and she's worked on a million big movies. And I was like, Tava, hey, girl, yeah, girl, funny. Yeah. Hey. you have false Creek. She was like, oh, I don't remember you. <laughs> um, you know, stop telling people we know each other. Um, but so, okay, so back to whatever we were talking about. Yes. The, um, so we do an Oklahoma Film Icon panel series at ACM, brought to you by the Oklahoma Film and Music Office, that is, um, that will start with a discussion. I wanna, oh, yeah, so I, I don't know the exact details, but it starts at 10 a.m., and every hour on the hour, we will have a 45-minute panel. Oh, man. Um, we will talk. Oh, so the first one is about screenwriting. So Nancy Miller, who created Saving Grace with Holly Hunter, um, oh, is going to talk with um, Casey Twinter and Jeff Robinson. And then um, and then the woman who wrote Pure Country is also coming in. So, oh, so wow. Holly, and she's going to, so she'll be on the panel. Then we're doing a casting. So Junie Lowry Johnson is a casting agent who cast um, NYPD Blue, True Blood. She's won eight Emmys for casting. And so she's coming, and Chris Fryhofer is hosting a discussion with her about how do you cast TV and film. I feel and like film. we need to, like, we don't even need to do a podcast on that. We just need to be there holding our mics. Yeah. Well, 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 what's so great is my, our new buddies at Titan. So Titan Business Group is, is a new company, and, no, actually new to me, but they're going to record everything for us. And so they're, they, they've you... agreed to come on it, and then they're also <gasps> going to simulcast it because one of the panels will feature... Jacob's novel, Adam Hampton, and Judd Nelson from The Breakfast Club. Are you serious? Yeah, totally. Oh, and then, um, and I don't then know if you knew this, but I'm like genuinely like excited. I don't. You might have known more details because you're like in the film Bezmath or whatever. Uh, I don't know these things, and then yes, like I hear so, this. This is like making me so, you're sorry. Right, I'm you're sorry right. if I'm being weird and like overly excited, but I'm genuinely really pumped. Well, no, about I know. Well, so, the novelty has worn off a little bit, but when you start dropping names like that and stuff, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a little you kid. Forget I'm about me. Like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'll sh- be alone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, it, well, and then uh, um, Mickey Reese and Ryan Belgart are going to be on a director's panel with Ooh. Neil Berkeley, who is a director from Moore, Oklahoma, who does who has a movie and about Gilbert Gottfried, oh, comedian, and yes. it is fantastic. And he was he did Beauty's Embarrassing about the artist Wayne White that won Dud Center in 2012, and then he also did Harmontown about yeah about Dan Harmon. <gasps> He just blows the pod- his head is that, where you, is that where you he, decided to podcast? This is where we, this Harman is the Town's the reason this show exists. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I hate to name drop, but... Yeah, you know. Well, we uh, just had to get Brian that, intrigued a little bit here. No. Yes, that... 
Blew well, so, my mind. <laughs> well, so Neil Berkeley, the guy who created Harmontown and followed Dan Harmon around for a year making that movie, oh. is from Moore, Oklahoma, graduated from OCU. He's, this, he's a total, he's, he is the coolest. And he, so this new one about Gilbert Gottfried is just, it's amazing. But so they will all be talking um, on, on a director's panel with Bob Byington, who directed Infinity Baby. Oh and he also did Seven Chinese Brothers that we played. Oh. And then he did um, Somebody Up There Likes Me with Nick Offerman that we played as well. So, yeah. so we have a ton of great panels with really, with a great mix of Oklahomans that are doing superstar work and visiting filmmakers that are also doing great work. And so it'll be really fun. I'm excited to see Adam and Jacob talk with Judd Nelson, just because yeah. I think um, when you look at how much Adam Hampton has done for the film industry in Oklahoma and how much just the whole Outsiders productions and the movies they make and the serials they make and all of that, um, it is so fun to me that he's also getting recognition as, a, as an actor because he is a great leading man actor. And he's so awesome. fantastic. Yeah. He's the lead in Jurassic Games, which I just oh, got, yeah. I got finished working on. And oh my God. Oh my God, you guys. Yeah. You guys here in the studio yeah. and you people listening, this movie's going to be so freaking good. <laughs> yeah, no. He's so good. He's yeah, so no. great. He is awesome. He's awesome. And. And he's a great, and he is a great leading actor. So it's fun that yeah. he's doing, you know, because he he stars in a lot of his own stuff too. And then Jacob Snobble is playing freaking Elvis, you know. Yeah, and so kidding. when um, I heard that what, that Mickey Reese was doing an Elvis movie, I'm like, oh my word, this could go wrong in a thousand <laughs> right. ways. And um, it is awesome. It is fantastic. And um, and the actors, Kate and Jacob, are just great at it. Wow. And so it's yeah. just, it is fun to see people that you really like personally doing such great work and getting the recognition that they deserve. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and the fact is there's a there's a ton of great filmmakers that aren't screening at Dead Center this year that have been there in the past. But it, it is it is fun to get to see new people getting recognized because, it, you know, it's a celebration of film. It's an arts festival. And um, and there's years that I have stuff and years I don't. And, you know, and it's just, and, and it's all it's all very different. But we're, um, but we are excited about that. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so you can see all those people all day Saturday, June 10th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at, at the Academy of Contemporary Music. And, um, and that's where all the panels will be, and Titan will be um, broadcasting them in different rooms and stuff in case there's overflow. Woohoo! God, that's insane. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I had to let that settle in my brain for a second. Um, okay, so what are your favorite moments over the years? I'm curious. I, I, I want to get some dead center stories from okay. you. So my, um, well, like I said, so my very first favorite moment was sitting at Nona's bar. Um, remember the bar upstairs at Nona's? And that's where the Saturday night party used to be. For yeah. Dead yeah. Live music outside. You know, it was awesome. And I was sitting at the bar and I had just moved back and had worked on a couple of horror films here um, for Graymark and was sitting by myself and had, we'd had the screening and everything. And um khaki porch walks in with Kim and Melissa and yells across the room. Oh my God, there's a filmmaker, there's a filmmaker. And it was at first super embarrassing. <laughs> and, um, but then I've never forgotten it. And I was like, something about that was so legitimizing. And so to me, that's one of my favorite moments. Um, then when I, um, um, and then before I started working there, my, my other favorite moment before I worked there was, um, they, um, they called me and I was a volunteer and I, and they said, um, we need to do something special for the, you know, it's our, our 10th anniversary and we're getting out, we're having an outdoor screening and it's going to be this Aboriginal musical, a brand new day. 
And so can you create an event around that? I'm like, done. done. <laughs> yes. and, uh, yeah. And so I talked to like 25 different, you know, performing arts groups from Shakespeare in the park to lyric Aww. theater. So I, I'm like, Hey, there's a musical. Let's get everyone out here, you know, all hands on deck. Um, and you guys can promote your stuff to however many people sure. that come to this movie. And so we get all lined up and then I get a call and they say, well, brand new day is only available on 35 millimeter and we can't show that outside. So uh. it's now, it's now, um, um, Richard Garriott, man on a mission, and Richard Garriott's father, Owen Garriott, is an astronaut from Enid that went into space. Whoa. And Richard, his son, had elements and other things that kept him from being an astronaut because you have to be really physically fit. And so he created the X, um, the X Prize of who gets to go into space, and then he goes into space. So like so he beca- he he creates these games and I can't think of them but he creates these online games ends up being a gazillionaire he and Richard Branson found the X Prize to get people to go to space and now he's going to space so whoa it is just, oh, oh he ends up going to space in the movie I think with Russians like you know a, some Russian entrepreneurs in it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so it's a fascinating documentary but a very different thing than an Aboriginal musical yes and so I so we then create a float of an alien and I find out there's a mayor's convention going on and they have a lesbian mayor of Houston where NASA is. And so I somehow through back gay channels convinced <laughs> her to come and introduce Owen Garriott, who's introducing the movie. And so it all, and Alex Picard was in charge of transportation at the time. And I was like, I need that. She was like, she only has 22 minutes. <laughs> and so we have to time it where she drives up. And so Alex literally went, picked her up to the convention center, drove her onto the lawn. We have her introduce this astronaut. I mean, it was just in my mind, it was like the Oscars. And of course, yeah, yeah. then you sit there and this rickety <laughs> alien float is bumping all over that yard. <laughs> and Kim and they were trying to sit on their seats and they're like, the idea, was amazing. <laughs> um, and then Break when I first up. started working there, the first day I worked there, the first dead center I was in charge of, we um, we had the Kings of Leon movie and 5,000 people showed up on um, Broadway and I was, it was the greatest day of my life. So that to me was my highlight because wow. yeah. I was so scared because Spike Jones had been there the year before and the 2,500 show up for that Matt Hoffman movie. And I was like, well, we will never beat that. Yeah. How are we going to do it? So in my mind, wow. I'm like, we have to get the Kings of Leon to actually fly in and helicopter down. Yeah. I, I had this yeah. whole elaborate plan. And then they're Parachuting. in co- yeah, yeah. But it works. So that was exciting. And it's just, and ever, and now it's just more exciting about how good the films are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, yeah. like it has gone from the event part of us, of Death Center is awesome. But what is more awesome is that the now you can, any film you go to is going to be interesting gonna in a different be, way. It's going to be it's really gonna be, neat. You know, and it's going to be really good. Like yeah. the quality of the movies that are in Dead Center now, like, like again, I just harp back to the, like the first time I went to Dead Center and like they were good, but like what they're, what they are now is like, Holy crap. Well, that's why I'm going to feel older really fast and like overshadowed by young, sweet improvisers really (laughs) quickly because people are just better. They're just getting better at everything. I'm not. That's the problem. I think you're great. You know, I'm just, but I'm I'm around. I'll be around. That's like, that's almost threatening. I'll be around. Should be oh, around. I'll be around. You might what, be I'm better, you, but I'll be around. One of these days, <laughs> we are going to get together a live, a real live improv show with me, you. We're going to get Neil Newbian on it. Yeah. We're going to get Lauren Belfloor. And yeah. Neil Diamond. There. Yeah, and Neil Diamond, just to make sure and the seats Neil are filled. Neil Diamond. Just to make sure. <laughs> and maybe Gary Busey. And, Mary, and Gary Busey's going to show up. <laughs> Let's go ahead and throw it out there now. Gary Busey is welcome on our podcast at any time. Yep, we're looking at you, Gary. I see. I, I grew up as a military brat, hopping from town to town for years, and so like I've lived here now for twenty years, and like it's been so cool to like see the progression of everybody. Like now I'm in my thirties, and now it's like 
uh, like all my friends are like starting to do huge great yeah. things like Jacob like Burns that. and his freaking uh, his electric nostalgia is huge and oh, man. well so Jacob Burns has two movies in Dead Center this year oh, Jacob and right. Zach Burns and Vinnie Hogan because um, they have one they did a documentary about the New View exhibit that Zach did with you know with the with the people at New View and is basically New View is for visually impaired people wow. and so he did a photo exhibit about visual impairment and so he had all these different photographers go and do photography and then he has a a viewfinder where you look and you see what their vision is so they described exactly the vision and he created it it is awesome and so this is a documentary about About that that. process because he's a he's a fantastic fine artist as a a photographer zach burns is and then um and then they have the classic Let the Bodies Hit the Floor, yeah. which stars my favorite corpse of all time. Since Kevin Costner. <laughs> Since Kevin Costner. Since Kevin Costner yes. and the Big Chill. Um, yeah. That was... Uh, <laughs> I play a Brian dead body Gillen. in that character. Brian Gillen <laughs> plays a dead guy to well, the T. Not only that, got nominated for Best Actor. <laughs> And I, and I and I was one of the judges, and I and for me, I appreciate you that. killed yeah. it. No, you killed it. It was and um, someone comes out to me that had not been nominated, obviously, and was like, <laughs> "That just seems ridiculous that he got nominated for playing a a um, a dead guy." Yeah. I'm like, "Well, what seems ridiculous is an actor complaining about someone else's nomination, but what, but <laughs> yeah, it just makes you seem petty." But. Uh, but I'm like, I remembered you more, and I watched 44 films, Holy right? Like cow. there were 44 films, and the and the only one I could see was your head bopping down those stairs, and I'm like, that's that's something. I mean, like that was fantastic. So Brian, well, go, go ahead. You. I think you're good whether you're dead off, or alive. Get them shadows off. No well, deal, I made man. a really bad decision whenever we were shooting that, in that I made this like weird expression with my face that I didn't think at the time. I I, I now have to do that for Constantly. the rest of the time that I'm on camera, and that is. But like whenever you do an expression like that and it's just kind of like a screaming look like ah yeah yeah holding that for like 5 minutes at a time your face is not meant to Start do that. Twitch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so if I can circle that back to education, when we go into these schools, part of the five, one of the five exercises is they have to audition for me. I give them a one-page script, oh. and two of them, there's two characters, and I wrote it for crazy enough because I needed people to improv, and so they come into it, and you'll always get the thespians of the group starting with an English accent and ending up with a Medill accent. <laughs> And you're yep. like, girl, yep. if you're going to start that, be careful what you start because yeah. you have to finish you it. You have to follow So if through. you come up with that accent, you're you're carrying that through the movie just like your facial expression. It's just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Just know, oh, yeah. you, you got to know how long you're holding that. Yeah. So, yeah. You think it's a good idea when you start. But <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, the, well I, I, so I show movies around town as part of our sponsorships, and I was at Enable on Enable Midstream on Thursday, and um, Thursday or Friday, and um, um I was showing this documentary called Step Into the Page, and it's about this guy who 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 drew the animations for Beauty and the Beast, for the Beast, for Ariel, for I mean, so he was in every oh. big Disney deal, oh, wow. and his dad was a was a creator of Family Circus. Oh, wow. so, yeah. So it's a really fun, like five minute documentary. It's awesome, and what it, it turns it's about him. It's called Step Into the Page. <laughs> finally getting to use um, virtual reality tools that allow them to draw in, in virtual reality. Oh, and, um, and he was saying that when he was doing the beast, it takes three years and he is so hunched over. He was like, I was so sore because I would clench my jaw. I became the beast, even though I'm drawing him. So I spent three years as this guy, I'd have to go home and get him a suit. Oh, and everything. Yeah, you I gotta was relax so tense out of that. Just because I embodied the beast as I was creating him. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. 
Okay, you mentioned Chris Kattan a second ago. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of people who probably made hard, strong choices and had to follow through yes. in the majority of and things. And are we just talking about the Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> <laughs> so Chris Kattan was the star of your movie, um, Crazy Enough. Crazy Enough. Formerly known as Just Crazy Enough. It was originally Just Crazy Enough, and they dropped the. They wanted us to move up Redbox from J to C. Oh, ah. smart I'm like, well, though. why not make it? Aha, Crazy Enough. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> amazing crazy. how much distributors have influence on, on oh, stuff yeah. like your title and that kind of thing. But okay, so we're huge SNL enthusiasts. Obviously. We got we got to know what's Chris like. Chris was awesome. So Chris Kattan is a super funny improv style comedian uh. and when we were so you know the idea for the movie was um, Dave Green and Sean Lynch came to me with some ideas and then Sean and I wrote them and wrote the screenplay and um, and it was you know um, twins separated at birth one's a mental patient one's a psychiatrist and they get swapped and when we're brainstorming like who would be fun to be in it like historically Every single person was a very crazy Chris, you know, Chris Farley, yeah. John Belushi. Everyone we were thinking where our sense of humor was was like that. And so he got here and he was a little boisterous, but it's like, well, yeah, that's every single person we imagined being in it was Absolutely. the most was so boisterous they overdosed. Like not one of them was like. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, well, we're no so we what we did that worked was we hired what I believe to be just the greatest cast of Oklahoma actors and a ton of more theater actors. And so, um, Jonathan Beck Reed, you know, Jonathan Beck Reed. So he's, he's a theater actor here. And, um, and, um, probably, probably the most prolific. And so the first day we just had Chris Kattan talking, acting with Jonathan McCreed and they, and, it, and we, it was one room. We're like, let's start off with just one room, one other actor, maybe, maybe I think nurse Nancy came in. So Eleanor three, but, um, Chris comes up to me at lunch. She goes, who is this guy? And I'm like, what? He goes, this guy's amazing. And I was like, I know, I want you to know that every Oklahoma actor is amazing. It's amazing. You're, yeah. you're just the one who's famous. <laughs> you know, you know, and, awesome. and I, and he started laughing and I was like, and I don't mean that I'm smart alecky. I yeah. just mean that because we respect your talent so much, we have surrounded you with people that are going to crush it every time. And it was totally true. You know? And so, um, um, it was just, and you know, Spencer Hicks had a bit party. I mean, oh, there are a lot of people that had bit parts, Spencer. but it was just, I was, I was so thrilled with the quality of the Oklahoma actors and that made Chris Kattan, not, that made him have fun and that made, it made it like Saturday Night Live where he could actually come up with stuff and Jonathan Beck Reed had to improv this one scene for like three minutes. He's just, <laughs> blah, 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 and it was hysterical oh. and you're like. Chris Kattan made, and Chris Kattan made everyone around him better because oh. they knew his game. He was, you know, he was a famous person coming in and everyone on set was like, let's do it. Bring your A game. We're going to crush it. And so, wow. so to me, I will always love Chris for, a for coming here and doing the movie. And, um, and also just for being so inspiring to all the other actors. And so it allowed us, there's a scene in crazy enough when he leaves the asylum and it is, it is the first time that the mental patient has ever left the, the mental home. And it it is written as one line, and it takes seven minutes, and it's like Steve Martin and the jerk, and it's like Steve the Martin jerk. and the jerk, yeah yeah, 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 and it is just like that's exactly oh. why he's a star, Love. you know, like like there is a moment of him leaving, and it's early on in the movie, you're like, okay, well that that's why you pay money, that's yeah. why you fly someone in, that's right why you there. you know that that's yeah. why you you know that's why someone is a, is a famous actor because they can turn picking up a bottle into a Laurel and Hardy type of comedy session, wow. you know, and so so I have nothing but great things to say about Chris. Kattan. I just wish you were a better dancer so we could have promoted our movie based on that. Okay, <laughs> right? come on. 
on. Yeah. Come I on, come to on. win Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> uh, you were the mango, yeah. man. Yeah. We're all yeah. cheering for you. Well, and what's funny about him is I don't, like, that sense of type of humor is not my type of humor. Like, I like Naked Gun, Airplane. Oh, like, yeah. I'm a... a Verbal and visual punchline joke kind yeah, of person. Yeah, yeah, not as, um, as much as the physical. Not well, not like not, the, not not. I, yeah, like not aggressive and, or and annoying. The, mm-hmm. And so it was interesting how much I enjoyed Chris in our movie when I don't love all of those characters that he creates, but they are super defining. You yeah. Know? yeah. So yeah. I so I think he's very talented, and what and it was just it was a great reminder of how talented all the people here are too. Yeah, yeah that's great. We're gonna go back to another word from our sponsors, guys. The Okie Show Show is brought to you by a basset hound that really needs to pee. At three in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you dead asleep? Because it's three in the morning. Allow me to sing the song of my people. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we, could, we tried. Can I just say, trying to get his dogs to howl, I just want to throw out there, I'm not going to say why we were doing it or what we were doing it for, but we were trying to get his dogs to howl. And it's as simple as playing a tornado siren, right? Like they all yeah. do it. No, his dogs were like, like, no. They just like no. <laughs> yeah, we've got room, a room full of people howling at them, and they're just kind of like, y'all are dumb. Like they did, they had nothing to do with it. It was hilarious. boy, people are bad at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were filming a sketch over this last weekend, and there was a bit about the the dog howling. The dog's supposed to howl, and we Couldn't thought howl. your dogs were trained, but they're not, Brian. Yep, nope. Shame. So we on had you. to scrap the whole bit. And then whenever we were rolling on the rest of the whole damn movie, the Basset Hound is howling in the background. (laughs) I literally fed this dog cheese for like hours. Like I felt like I was out there being like, Rubbus, Rubbus cheese? Cheese? Like, you know, like he'd like come over to me and I'd give him some cheese and then he'd go right back to like, 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 I don't even know the noises he was making, but... Uh, yeah. we, we should do a scene of, of Rumpus and you trying to get him to shut up. Oh my God. I was seriously trying so yeah. hard. Yes. Like, this, like Rumpus, I'm sorry. Rumpus, who are you? Shh, Rumpus, come here. No. R- move. No. Move. No. I'm going to make you move. Nope. Cheese? You're in my house. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. Shh, shh, Rumpus, no. Shh. Eat the cheese. Here's the cheese. Eat the cheese, Rumpus. Like, oh, just... I suppose. <laughs> that is the dog's actual voice. It is. Yep. You know when your animal has a voice and you find that voice? You have found the voices for your dogs. We work. We Dude. worked very hard to find Dexter's voice. And it just, we went through so many. But I think, I think we found it, but I just don't know. Wait, it's, what is Dexter's voice? Dex, Dexter's voice is kind of like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Like, and that he doesn't really say much, but when, yeah. he, but then when he moves into actual dialogue, like, cause he's mostly just like over there putting his paw up. He just is like, Hey, hey. yeah, you, yeah. Bacon. But then, but then, yeah. But then you're like, Dexter, go outside. He's like, fuck you. Like that, yeah. like that's his, like, he goes from like, I'm a dumb dog to like, I'm going to murder you. Later. <laughs> like it's a huge. Yeah. Stage. See, Rumpus's voice started off here. Like, cause whenever I first got him, we ranked him Colonel. So his full name is Colonel Rumpus Gilliland. And so his original voice was kind of like the the elephant on the Jungle Book cartoons. <laughs> yeah. You know, very, you know, talking very regally and so on and whatnot. Yes. But then we started to realize the Basset Hound's IQ level, <laughs> and it just started getting dumber and dumber and just more and just more like this. Like, dog, hello, like, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Drippy, the wiener dog. dog. Like Eeyore. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Eeyore, but like happier, a little bit happier. Yeah, <laughs> we, we give them backstories, so he, I'm just looking for my red balloon. <laughs> 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 but it, 
uh, anyway. And then the wiener dog, his voice, like it was, it's it's meant to be like a young Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's a dachshund. Uh huh. So you know, so he kind of sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's always looking for the Jews in the house. He's a very anti-Semitic he's dog. Very anti- <laughs> I, we have they, a very racist dog. They chose that. I'm just yeah. saying you chose that. You no, just, no. The dog <laughs> chose that. The dog chose that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about story structure. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's just yeah, background. It's creating Char- really weird conflict in the Character house. Character background, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking around for the Jews. <laughs> Will you he stop? likes cheese. Now, he, he found all the <sighs> that cheese. dog. That dog. Dexter needs to have a little play date with them, and I know we need to make that his happen. attitude, and then we'll, maybe we'll really discover his voice. I don't. Maybe yeah. It'll maybe it'll be. I feel like he could be from New Zealand. I don't even know. We don't know. <laughs> Dexter six. All right, everyone, turtle meeting. Yeah. Turtle meeting. That's yeah. that's a thing that me and my wife talk about. Like we have the, these New Zealand turtles. We went to a zoo, so whenever I think of the New Zealand accent, it's always a turtle talking. A turtle talking. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about mobile home maintenance. Yeah, home <laughs> maintenance. Dexter's coming. Jerry, present. Hello. Dexter here. I'm looking for snacks on the floor. So I think it's time for some games. What oh, do you think? Oh, yeah. I like games. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So the first game we're going to play, we're just going to do a little uh, film genre game where we're going to have you be the director, if you don't mind. Uh, we're going to do a scene, and you're going to direct us in the scene. Awesome. Yes? Okay. So, um, we haven't got any suggestions other than Lainey says, laugh! Hey, Lainey. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm That's literally positive. all that's... Yeah. I thought I'm I might get to see Lainey, because when I was listening to the other podcast, I noticed she yeah. was more interested in attending. Uh, yeah. Shame, Lainey. Interesting, We always Lainey. shame Lainey on our podcast. We do. She's not here. That's why hey, she needs Lainey. to be here. Yeah. Shame, Lainey. Shame. Uh, so yeah, we just need a suggestion. So for you're a doing scene. a scene that I'm going to direct and, and turn it into something yeah, amazing. We're just do a scene, and whenever you feel like it, stop the scene, fix it, okay, make well. it better. Yeah. And yeah. disclaimer, everybody, we haven't necessarily warmed up, and nope. we're two beers in. Yep. So I'm a beer and a half, beer and two a half in. Two beers so. in. I'm about yeah. Look at my short sleeve Forrest Gump shirt. Just a nod to movies. Full mom arm where the muscles are in weird spots because I hold a baby on my hip. Like I did a beer and a bike yesterday, <gasps> and I are those fun? Or well, is first it of hot? all, it was amazing, okay. and it was not the one where you have to all pedal that okay. bar that goes around. Okay, that's what I was because they were like, "Should we do that?" We we're like, "That nah, looks terrible." I'm but sweat off a lot it of was beer. <laughs> just getting a Spokies bike and going around. We made it from McNelly's oh. to Blue Garden, a block and a half in two hours, and then we, and then we got our little momentum, went to Anthem. Pump garage. Wow, so yeah. that's like this, a lot of fun. Is this one of those bikes where it's like two people on them? God, I wish. No, oh. it was uh, no, but it does have a basket. So Toto went with me, which was nice. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh, honey, this is a uh, this is a nice date and all, but I really don't think we should have had about five shots before getting on this bike. I think it's oh. fine. We're just we just stay on the sidewalk. I know that's not rule right, like rule road regulations. Road okay, regulations, but it's what? Which sidewalk? Because I'm seeing like three sidewalks in front of me right no, now. No, just follow me. Stay behind me. We're gonna make it to the next one. It's just down this corner. I've got got Google Maps and it's telling me to walk it, but we're going faster than walking, so we're gonna get there. Really I think fast. it'd be more interesting in British. <sighs> I say, lovey, glorious day to be extremely drunk while riding on bikes. Any air is fine. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Hey. <laughs> You riding here, I'm riding right here. Well, I'm riding over here, and you're riding over here. Keep riding that. No, you following me over the bar, you pub? You uh, going to the pub? 
I'm not going to follow you. I'm going to do what I want, thank you, and you could follow me if you try. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll stop you home. I know where you live. Uh-oh. Now the gangsters that you were running from have just caught up. Oh, bloody hell. Why are we always <laughs> pissed off drunk whenever we finally get... Don't know, Gerald, but I know that I want to be out of here. They're following us. I can see them in their black, cloak, black cloaks. I feel like they're from Harry Potter. I don't understand why all of a sudden we're Australian, but all right. It happens when you drink, mate. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, we keep changing nationalities as we... <laughs> that's what, all the, what kind of tequila were we drinking? It's... It makes me happy. No, I'm freaking Irish. No, we're I don't pirates. even know what's going on any longer. We're pirates and we're going to outrun these gangster shipmen. And now it's a musical. I say, <laughs> there's gangsters behind me. Run away. Run away. Run away Run from away. the gangsters. Down the alleyway. I like it. <laughs> and see. See. Right. see. Right. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Good. We made it Bravo. there. We did it. <laughs> you guys are, yeah. You guys have your own show or something. <laughs> you guys should get a podcast. We should Maybe get a podcast. someday. We really I need to start yeah. a podcast. <laughs> so we, do we have anything else on the docket? Or? I, uh, you want to do one last brought to you by or should we just end it? Because we're pretty uh, overboard on time because we've had a good time. <laughs> we we are a little overboard on time. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I, but we got I, some interesting in the news is the podcast will still be its normal five minutes. It will be. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. We're over. It's We're over. Like, yeah. How are you? Fine. Thank you. It's been good seeing you. <laughs> I, can I just say, I love when I feel like we spend the majority of the time of like interviewing because we're so invested in the interview and then we're like oh yeah we have to play a game well thank you Lance so much for coming on the show and we are imploring everyone to go to Dead Center yes. and where can people buy passes I'm glad you asked um, deadcenterfilm.org is our website and you can register for passes you can get an all access pass for 150 or you can get individual tickets at the movies themselves and the theaters we um, we sold out about 17 of them uh, last year and the year before wow. and so we've now um, increased the size of the theater so we have the biggest theaters that they will allow us to use in June when the blockbusters are out you know so it's so the theaters are bigger it's going to be, it, the films are super fun and we have a lot more comedies this year. It's going to be a really, really fun year. And so go to deadcenterfilm.org. You can buy your passes or you can buy tickets at the door. It's June 8 through 11 at the Museum of Art and Harkins and all over downtown. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. And then last thing, how can people support outside of actually attending? How can people support the film festival and the education programs and all that? that well, so you can donate on our website, same website. You can go and donate if you want to support us financially, which I think is great. And the other thing I think that you can do, anybody can do is start thinking of film as an art form and it's not just a business because most of the people doing movies here in Oklahoma it's an art form for them and they're trying to do storytelling and so support your local artists give filmmakers money to make their movies awesome where, where can they find you personally they can find plug me yourself personally, well, yes at the pool at level apartments uh, yeah, yeah. outside starting june 12th <laughs> yeah exactly do not call email or write me i will see you next fall no uh, but so yeah so i think one of the ways you can support dead center is support local filmmakers and help them so if you're in shawnee support the outsiders production if you're in stillwater there's festivals there's filmmakers there there are amazing artists all over oklahoma that if you just give them a little bit of money they can create awesome short films and awesome features and make us all proud of storytellers yes heck yeah okay awesome well guys thank you so much for tuning in you can check us out online at okie show show on instagram facebook and twitter and you can also go to prairiedogpictures.com slash blog or you can go to itunes podcast subscribe and then tell all your friends to subscribe as well and, and we will come see over you guys to my house for dinner tonight i'm making chicken she's making chicken yeah and you whoop should whoop. 
but come in from the back. That's where you can find me. Come in, come in from the back door. The gate's a little broken, so just untie the rope, crawl in. Yeah, and take your shoes off. Take your shoes <laughs> off. Take your please. shoes off. Be respectful. And, and never mind, never mind the dog. You can just ignore the dog because he's not on your leg. He's just gonna look at you and be like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah." I'll go in. There you go. <laughs> And that's it. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Show. Show.